the firm foundation of God stands, having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his. Everyone who names the name of the Lord is to abstain from wickedness. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Between the Lamb's opening of the first six seals, which we have in Revelation 6, and his breaking of the seventh seal recorded in Revelation 8, there is an entire chapter. In it, we read of angels holding back evil and the Lord sealing his elect. R.J. Rushdoony writes, The seal thus signifies that the true believer has the assurance of salvation and is eternally secure in Jesus Christ. The seal of God asserts, therefore, his electing grace and our justification and requires of us holiness of life and sanctification. Hear now God's word as we have it in Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 12. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could count, from every nation and all tribes and peoples and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, and palm branches were in their hands. And they cry out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne, and around the elders, and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing, and glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might, be to our God forever and ever. Amen. In verse 9, we read of an innumerable multitude of Gentiles before the throne, celebrating with palm branches, which is reminiscent of the Feast of Tabernacles. In verse 10, holy men are praising God for salvation, and that's the theme of their worship, the salvation that is found in Christ alone. In verses 11 and 12, holy angels join in this worship before the throne, calling out that all blessing, glory, wisdom, thanksgiving, honor, power, and might belong to Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, And forever, to which they and we say, Amen. The chapter closes out declaring our confidence and eternal security in King Jesus. Verse 17 closes the chapter with these words For the Lamb in the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe every tear from their eyes. This points to the new heaven and new earth, where there will no longer be any death, mourning, crying, or pain. As Peter writes, according to his promise, we are looking for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. But it's not as if we have to wait until then to join in with angels and the righteous made perfect in worshiping before the throne. We do so each Lord's Day when we gather for corporate worship, when we come to Mount Zion, 
and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.